Oh, yeah. I'm freaking hungry. Okay, you're going to have to edit that out. I just got yelled at by a grown woman, <laughs> you know. <laughs> the hot lap. Are you drinking a beer? Right. All right, well, I'm, this, that's the end of this conversation, and I'll talk intentional as it comes. The hot lap. What's up, guys, and welcome back to the hot lap with uh, Billy Up Sports. Got Brandon here, JR as usual, and uh, I don't know, man. Another week in counting of the coronavirus. Things are uh, things are heating up. It's getting crazy around here in North Carolina, and I hope uh, everybody's been safe wherever you're at. But uh, but yeah, it's been a wild week. Yeah, man, we're we're reaching the peak week, so they say on the news. So. I'm hoping everybody's staying safe and staying at home and uh, taking this as seriously as they should. Yeah, yeah, y'all should because I'm I'm gonna be honest with you, and Brandon's gonna tell you I was uh, um, one of the main jokesters about this when it first started coming out. I didn't take this serious at all, and uh, and my buddy here was getting on to me a lot about it, and uh, I ignored it until until probably until Joe Diffie passed away. That 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 hurt me pretty bad. So. Yeah, I think that was your turning point, but I got bad anxiety as it is, so I kind of work myself up about every little situation when it comes to dying or whatever, getting sick or I don't yeah. know. Yeah, but anyways, y'all stay safe. Wash your hands. Uh, keep your uh, keep your hands off your mouth. I, I'm bad about that. Keeping, I put my hands, I got a beard, I stroke my beard, I got a mustache, I mess with my mustache, I'm chewing my fingernails, which I've stopped. I'll probably start back whenever the coronavirus, uh, whenever uh, that's over. But um, but yeah, I got some bad habits myself. But anyways, man, um, we'll get into some racing topics. It's been a, I feel like last week was a lot of racing, but a lot of rambling as well. And we've we have talked about some crazy stuff over the last couple of weeks. And um, finally, uh, finally the Pro Invitational gave gave us something to talk about. I guess you're gonna start with the Bubba Wallace. Well. I- I was going to say I'm happy that William Byron won. He's pretty much, over the first three races, he has – I think he's led the most laps. I think he's been the dominant uh, driver. He just hasn't finished the deal, and uh, he was able to do that this weekend. But, uh, but yes, the Bubba Wallace incident. And uh, Give me your thoughts about that and losing a sponsorship over a virtual race. Um. So I teeter a fine line uh, with this. So I've never been a huge Bubba Wallace fan. Um, He's definitely one of the most polarizing figures in our sport right now. And I think that it's important. uh, He's important for the sport. And and I want to see him succeed, um, but but more for uh, the sport, you know, trying to trying to progress the sport along but at the same time man his attitude towards things are i mean it's it's hard to defend sometimes you know what i mean yeah he's childish man like but yeah man regardless i mean i think it was an overreaction to a sim um at the end of the day he's not losing his ride over this you know this sim this sim racing but he did lose a sponsorship and i think that the reason is is because it's you know it's own not in every market, but it's on uh, a lot of uh, Fox, the main network in a lot of markets. So yeah. Blue, Blue Emu is getting out to a huge audience. So I don't like that. I think that Blue Emu kind of, they jumped the gun with pulling their sponsorship, in my opinion. Um, 
because of a reputation um, that you that you have on iRacing. But, but I don't know. What are your thoughts about it? I mean, I've gotten I've gotten I, I think I know where you're at with it, but I really don't know. So so what are, what are your thoughts on it? Uh, I I agree with what Blue Emu did. You know, like you're paying somebody money to represent your brand. It's not, uh, you know, it's not just on the track. Even though this is virtual, outside of the track, and and how you carry yourself is what uh, you represent in that sponsorship. So I don't think they jumped the gun. Um, when you sit there and say this is why I don't give about this shit and just quit when they've paid money to have uh, their car on the track, whether it's virtual or not, that's bringing uh, eyes to their brand with that car going around a track. So him, you know, doing that, what, 10, 15 laps into a race and, and taking that, that car off the track and them losing that uh, sponsorship money that they've spent. I completely agree with what they've done. Well, let me ask you this. Do you think that if he hadn't had, uh, had his stream up, we wouldn't be in this situation because because uh, virtually no one if he doesn't have his stream we don't know why he he exited you know what I mean yeah, the, the stream is what did it for him you know he could have said I had too much damage blown engine no more resets and right, nobody right. would have known or a lost connection but the stream and how he acted like a little three year old kid when he doesn't get his way you're a professional in this sport you're acting like a, a child so. I definitely agree with Blue Emu, and and I I kind of support what they did. Yeah, yeah, and this is a rare case we we kind of disagree on. I just I don't know, man. It's just at the end of the day, this is you know we're the simulation but, but, racing is as close as we're going to get. To you got to take you got to take that out of the equation. You got to take the the virtual racing. It's right. on Fox. It's on FS1. It's everywhere. But I think if if I own a company, like say that the hot lap sponsors Bubba Wallace and he's out there and he he quits a race, we we obviously see it on his um and I guess this is really bad because our companies and you know you know we're we're obviously smaller and big uh blue emu are uh yeah. But I think I sit down or I call Bubba and I say, Hey man, what what was that about? I know you lost your cool, I know that uh that Clint Boyer came up on you, such and such, whatever. Um, but I say, I think I talked to him first. You know what I mean? I, I don't really think there was a conversation there. Is what it what, seemed like. It might have like. been a, a lot of things leading up to that point, and they were just waiting for the next stupid thing that he's done to, to pull the plug. So, I mean, we don't know that. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll never know what's behind closed doors. But And, and I guess that's my kind of my point. We, we really don't know, like, had there been conversations before? Okay, so sure. if if I paid a certain amount of dollars for the Hot Lap podcast to be on Fox and I seen the driver that I paid money to do that, I would definitely 100% be wanting a refund or pull a, sponsor, a sponsorship. Yeah. Yeah, and I understand that um, to, a, to an extent. But uh, either way, the sponsorship's gone. Um, Man, does this does this hurt Richard Petty Motorsports? I mean, I mean, this doesn't help. No, I mean, this is already a team that's that you know has been open about sponsorship troubles in the past. So, um, man, we'll see. Um, once we get cars back on track, um, you know, if we do this year, well, I'm not even gonna say if because I believe in my heart that we're gonna get cars back on the track before before the end of the physical year. But it's 
man, it's like I said, this is during with the landscape of um, America and the way the economy uh, is right now, and and what it, what it, once we get out of this, where it's going to be, I, I just don't think it looks good. You know what I mean? And they've had issues with other sponsors in the past. You know, Richard Petty and Smithfield. Um, you know that you know what happened there. You know, a couple of years ago. I, I don't know. I don't like where it's heading to someone. You know, a team that's very respected. So, um, yeah, I don't. I think we will. Uh, I don't think we'll see Bubba Wallace in the forty-three next. Year. Yeah, I believe it's a contract. Yeah, I think I know in. Uh, yeah, signed, it is. Signed through twenty nineteen and twenty. Yeah. So. So yeah, man, we'll see. Um, I think a change needs to be made. Um, but at the same time, I know we talked about this earlier this week. I would love to see what Bubba Wallace could do. You know, because he does. He has been open about the team that he's on. And, and everything, I'd, I'd like to see him in some different cup equipment. He's, he had his chance with Roush, you know, in the Xfinity series. I'd like to see him in some better equipment in cup. But what, what it, team is going to pick Bubba Wallace over some of these young studs that they have a, an option to choose? I don't. I just the way right. he's carried himself, the way he's drove, the way he's downed his team after good runs, the way he's downed his team after their cars have not been up to to specs i just mm. i don't know why you would want him around your garage yeah that was kind of going to be my question for you uh is there do you see uh a ride opening up that's a possibility for him i mean no i don't i think he, I, I could definitely see him just going back to xfinity series yeah and i don't want to see that because like i said he's a he is a important figure for our sport you know he's polarizing he is he uh, didn't he finish in the top five most popular driver last year? He's one of the most popular drivers in the sport. Yeah, he seems like a cool dude that you can oh, yeah. uh, you know party with, hang out with, but he definitely yeah. doesn't uh, carry himself as a professional NASCAR driver. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. But I mean, possible we could we could sit here and theorize on possible landing spots. The the way um, the NASCAR silly season is going to going to unfold this year is going to be crazy. So. But I'm kind of where you're at, where I don't really see him in that uh, the 43 next year. Nah, I, I think uh, you're definitely going to see a change. I would like to see maybe uh, Ross Chastain in the in the 43. Yeah, I, you know, I think it's going to be somebody, um, and I hate to keep bringing this up, but I think it's going to be somebody that's, that's bringing some sponsorship. To, yeah, I could uh, definitely see that. I mean, just personally, I would like to see Ross get a, get a ride yeah. like that. Yeah, but I, I I think that at some point you're going to see him in some uh, Chip Ganassi equipment. In my opinion, you know, you yeah. you, you had the uh, the spire cord that they prepared for him earlier this year. So, um, what if know, Larson went to the 43? Oh man, that's a downgrade. I know it's a downgrade, but damn, it would be badass. Yeah, if they could, you know, make sure that car was competitive, I'd I'd, I'd be all for it. If it was, if if uh, Richard Petty Motorsports were was where we're, excuse me where it was at probably six, seven years ago, um, right after their merger with, uh, with Evernham, mm-hmm. uh, I would, you know, I'd be fine with that, you know, but in the state that the team's in now, whew, man, I'm just a- thinking, I'm just thinking Larson and the 43 and that paint scheme, it would just, I think I would, they just go together. Well, I know it's a downgrade in equipment. I just would love to see that. Yeah. Yeah. It would be cool. See them in them colors, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I think some, uh, I think uh, some uh, brought some bad publicity. Pub- publicity. Yeah, 
there you go. Stumbling over my words again. But, yep, it just uh, shines some bad light on them. Um, it's unfortunate. But outside of that, I thought that I honestly thought this was the best out of the three races we've had so far this year. I thought this was the best race, personally. Yeah, I do too. I, th- I think uh, a lot of these guys handled themselves pretty well, you know, racing around Bristol because I know that's not a, a easy track. But I was nervous about it. Yeah, there's still a few guys out there that could use about an extra thousand laps of practice. But. <laughs> yeah, I racing in Bristol, man. It's uh, fool. Bristol is crazy. I know many ran the 500 lap uh, NIS race last year there, and it was, gosh, man, it was a caution fest. But that's what I, that's what I was worried about for this race. Because, you know, a lot of these drivers aren't as experienced on iRacing as they are in an actual cup car. So, but man, it was, it, I thought it was the most entertaining. I, I watched, I watched more of the heat races than I did the the main, just because I was doing some stuff around the house. But I actually tuned into uh, a lot of the Twitch channels. I watched Tw- Chase Elliott's Twitch uh, for quite a while and then uh, switched it from that to the broadcast. But it's, I'm, I'm just, Again, glad that we got something to watch on Sundays, and I, I hope we get some more drivers. I know we got Angela Rook coming up later uh, on this podcast. Maybe she can get a chance to get up there and race with some of these guys and show what she's got. Yeah, I know. Uh, so we we got her coming on next with her husband Mike. So that that's you know that's pretty exciting. And I'm I actually will not be there for the interview, guys. So that'll be Brandon taking it solo this week. Solo. It's harder said than done, guys. <laughs> But outside of the outside of uh, the rooks coming on and 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 I racing, I did see that um, the NBA attempted to do something interesting. I seen some two K streams online. Did did you see any of that? I did, unfortunately, and I just <clears throat> I can't get into it. I think people are trying to be like I racing and and get it's some weird, kind of content, isn't it? but it's very fucking weird. It's weird. It's weird watching it, man. Because you know the camera angles aren't like you know like on a race. We get this. Uh, yeah, they're not the same, but we get similar camera camera angles. And at first glance, you know you're watching, you know an I race uh, race, and you hear Mike Joy and Jeff Gordon's voice. For a second, I mean that almost seems like like that's that's the real thing. But with the two K stuff, man, the camera angles from the back. I mean, it's just it's, it's weird. weird. It's weird looking, but. Yeah. uh well, yeah, we're, we're we're touched on the rooks right now. What is your opinion on you know Angela and and her husband after you know he's had a couple controversial tweets? I I think they're controversial, but I think he's just shooting the shit, bullshitting, and then everybody's just blowing it way out of proportion. So, I would love to sit there and go hang out with them and drink a beer and and eat a steak and party because they seem like cool ass people. Oh yeah, it would, man. Honestly, so. I should, you know, obviously my wife, I'm going to be open and honest, but my wife does not like the sport of NASCAR. But I sh- I showed her, <laughs> you laugh, because you know the real details. Um, I showed her the tweets, and she looked at me, Brandon, and she said, would you ever come and defend me like that? Like, no, you wouldn't. Like Mike and I told her, I told her straight up, I said, no, nah, not to that extent. <laughs> but me, I would definitely do that. I'm, I'm like a, a Mike Rook junior yeah man i just i I mean i respect that man that's just defending your uh defending your i don't say like that man i'd I'd come to her aid um would you i I think i would (laughs) you got a beard now you gotta act like some type of i know i gotta act like a bad speaking of beard i'm about to start a, a rivalry here so 
and we're, we're I'm coming back to uh to Mike and Angela here in a second. So I'm sitting there in my work van today, and I'm on Twitter. I don't get on Twitter very much, guys. As y'all know, if y'all follow me, you know I'm pretty quiet on uh, in social media. But I do get on every now and then. I'm looking at uh, Chair Gaten's, uh Twitter page. I've grown out my beard and my mustache is long. So the only thing I can do with my mustache, really, because if I pull it over to the sides, it looks weird and it's it's thick. It, it, it It's weird looking. As I kind of curl it at the ends. It kind of sits nicely on top of my beard. It looks weird. But I see some I see some really mean comments about uh, curled mustaches. It hurt my heart. So Rattlesnake, if you listen to this, uh, just just know out there you're not you didn't hurt Brandon this time. You hurt me. I thought we were tighter than that. I know you and Brandon don't like each other. Yeah, he's an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> but yeah, just had to throw that out there. But yeah, I man, I just think that um, you know. It was it was just some stuff that you know he was coming to his wife's aid, which I respect. It just got out of hand, you know, and and mis misunderstood and misrepresented. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I wish I had the courage to do shit like that. I can't even. I, I can't do that. Taylor <laughs> might be by herself if she got into some kind of Twitter war. Yeah, I I, I don't know, man. I, Everybody makes mistakes on the track. I know, uh, shit, you make mistakes on iRacing. You spin out coming off a fucking pit road. It's harder. Uh, if everybody could sit there and race and, and go out there and be competitive, everybody would have a damn car if they had the money. But it's not as easy as it looks. And everybody's giving her shit because she's a woman and she, uh, you know, spun the wheels coming off a pit road. But shit happens. You learn from your mistakes. Yeah, man. And, and you just, uh, you learn, and she's learning too on the fly. You know what I mean? She's, you know, she at Daytona is not as simple as people think. You know, she did finish eighth at, at Daytona. I mean, it's not as simple as you know hitting the gas and just holding the wheel. It's not that simple. There's no. there's a lot of there's a lot of little things that us as a common fan we don't we we don't see. We don't you don't notice. You get somewhat of an experience when you're on iRacing racing and some of the other simulations, but but you really don't know. You don't get that physical aspect. So, I think that. To say some of the man, some of the the bad things that I seen, you know, it surprised me coming from some of the the professionals that that I thought were real professional. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, I know. And, and it, like when I seen that tweet first uh, from her account, I was like, that's probably not a good look if you're trying to get sponsorship. But then when I realized it was him on her account, uh, it kind of you know made me fucking laugh about it and think it was pretty cool <laughs> that he was on her damn phone tweeting like. Shut the fuck up talking about my wife. Yeah. Well, I hope that I hope that that all of it just uh I hope it helps them get get sponsorship, man. Uh, uh yeah, know. I don't I don't like to see nobody do bad, man. I like to see everybody do good. Yeah, when we get back on track, we're gonna uh I hope they do some uh do some special things and and, and prove some people wrong. And but, I think um, she's full time here full time this year. I'm not sure. I, I'm pretty sure she is, but she might be part time. I have to ask her later on this evening. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that's coming up, guys. Like I said, Brandon will be uh, rocking solo with this one. A little bit of a shorter episode. Just, you know, our Bubble Wallace, Bubble Wallace topic was almost the only thing that really happened in the in the NASCAR world this week. Outside of the uh, uh, the NBC event that, that they're putting on this week. I almost forgot about that. Have I did wa- too. And uh, what's today? Tuesday. I know it started yesterday and... Um- I'm not sure. I think it might be Martinsville tonight they're racing at. I could be wrong, but uh, what, yeah, was it uh, what was it last night? William Byron won that race too, didn't he? 
Yeah, he's he's fucking dominant on that stuff. But yeah, yeah. man, if y'all ain't got nothing to do tonight, tune in to the NBC uh, iRacing Short Track Challenge. Seven thirty, isn't it? I believe yeah, it's seven, seven o'clock. Yeah, uh, is it NBC SN or is it the the main broadcast? Do you remember? It might be SN. Okay. Well, yeah, y'all go check that out. So um, I don't know, y'all actually, it might be over by the time they listen to this, but that's okay because I'm sure they'll we'll do something else. But uh. But yeah, I think that's awesome that Fox and NBC is uh is is getting involved in uh, not only the sport of NASCAR and getting it to a wider audience, but uh, but man, also I racing. So uh, I know we talked about it earlier, uh, you know, a few episodes ago. But man, I tried to get on. Was it yesterday? In the middle of the well, on the middle of the day, it was about three o'clock. There was thirteen thousand people on I racing. I know that doesn't sound like a lot of people, but. When it's come from twenty five hundred uh, a few months ago to thirteen thousand, it's yeah. booming. Yeah. And I know yeah. these uh, these guys making these sim rigs are probably staying busier than they could ever fucking imagine. I know, loving it. So, in some aspects of uh, you know the coronavirus has really hurt it, hurt you know the country and 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 jobs and everything. But those guys are staying busy. Our racing's up, and I'm hoping that they keep some customers whenever this is all over. But uh, but yeah. They got us, so that's right. But um, but yeah, guys, we're uh, we'll uh, wrap this up on this end. Um, Brandon's about to interview uh, Mike and, and Angela, and uh, we hope hope y'all enjoy. All right, all right, guys, y'all stay safe and tune in to the interview coming up. Hey, what's up, guys? Before we get into the interview with Mike and Angela, I just wanted to uh, remind you guys to go visit Belly Up Sports Podcast Network, where you can find some great. Great sports contents, not only uh, with auto racing, but basketball, hockey, football, anything that you can think of. So go visit them guys out. Follow them on all your social media platforms and go visit their website at uh, bellyupsports.com. And we hope you enjoy Brandon's interview with Mike and Angela. What's up, everybody? This is Brandon with the Hot Lap Podcast, and uh, today we welcome two very special guests, uh, Mike and Angela Ruck, to the show. Uh, they have uh, just now released a new podcast called The Ruck Life. Uh, it's a weekly podcast they do, and uh, we are very thankful for you guys being in here today. How are you doing? We're doing good. How about yourself? Doing well, doing well. Stuck with each other, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, uh, how's that going? We're getting a little crazy up in here, but... Yeah, I think everybody is. I think I was going to say, I I don't know, man. We can't. I I just keep drinking champagne. Yeah, yeah. We wake, we drink. We play Monopoly deal. (laughs) We have two babies. Life is getting crazy up in here. Yeah. uh, I I have the kids driving me crazy, too, here. I have to go to work to get an escape. I know that sounds bad, but (laughs) this quarantine. Oh, we get it. (laughs) (laughs) We totally uh, get it. Um, y'all want to go ahead and tell us about your, your new podcast you started? I think it was last week y'all started your own podcast. Yeah, so last week was, uh, we were supposed to go, we were supposed to do two days of it, but, uh, we started out with one just because we had a little craziness going on with all of our setup here. Um, but we're doing out of our, you know, we, we live in a, in a high rise in a condo. So we're doing it right out of our condo with this beautiful setup. Uh, just super excited to kind of, you know, keep everybody in the loop with what the rooks are up to. You know, everybody keeps asking for, you know, <coughs> when, are, when is season two coming and, um, hopefully we'll be, we will be announcing that sooner than later, but to keep kind of everybody excited about what's to come we thought why not do a podcast so kind of keep everybody in the loop of uh what, what's going on in our house how about it babe yeah i know apparently i don't tweet and uh instagram enough so this was our way to get me to 
comply. But he's a man, a uh, very what? What is that saying? A fine man of very few words. <laughs> you got the fine man right. <laughs> so what do you, what do you guys talk about on there? Are you just uh, winging it or a little racing? Little. Uh... Yeah, we're trying to get a little more organized. I would say the first two we kind of winged it a little bit, but we're going to have some uh, uh, recurring guests. Uh, we're going to come up with probably some more uh, topics. You know, maybe some. S- skits i think it just comes with a little okay. bit of practice brandon yeah. to be honest with you like you seem very like it's easy to you but it, i don't know it's, it's easy for my husband to do it, but it's hard for me just to talk about myself and what's going on uh so i think you know the more and more you know i get to doing this i get better and it gets easier um, oh yeah it's definitely gonna get easier for you the first few episodes you're gonna so. you know your heart rate's gonna be pounding a little bit and you're yeah, worried about what you say yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like I have my notes, but then it maybe doesn't go that way. And I'm like, okay, what are we gonna talk about next? Right. And Mike looks at me like with this dumbfounded look on his face, like <laughs> and he just and he's silent. So the pressure's on me, right? I always tell her it's her career. I'm just a, a participant in it. So she's got to She's a big her. participant in it, Brandon. That's the deal. So well, you're pretty successful yourself, Mike. Uh you own your own what timber company, I think it is. Uh, you know, I, I own several companies. I got a, a industrial timber, which we make the wooden frame under an upholstered sofa. I started that 21 years ago. Okay. Then I own an investment banking company called Global Growth, where we sell uh, small, mid-sized companies. And then uh, I own a, a flooring company and a production company. So, how do you do it, man? Good God! I, uh, you know, I try to do it to stay away from Angela. Honestly, <laughs> That's not true, Brandon, because if you listen to our podcast the other day, it's we literally spend like the whole entire time of our relationship. We are always together. Like we always travel together. We do literally everything together. And we've probably been maybe two days apart in the last probably six, seven, eight months now. It's it's crazy. So we do a lot. So it's cool. Well, that's good. It sounds like you are still going strong and everything's good. So do go to opposite rooms often, though. (laughs) (laughs) You also have a... uh, a reality show, right? Yes, the Rooklife. Did you watch it on Facebook? I, I have watched it. Is that the only place you can watch it? Is there? Is it on YouTube or a network or anything? No, it's not on. It's not on YouTube. No, no. It's we just on we did watch. the deal with Facebook uh, yeah. Watch this year, and uh, okay, we may we may go. We're we're working on season two, but Facebook Watch the Rooklife eight episodes, eight episodes over seven million views, so it's doing really really well. Wow. It was ranked in the top three uh, shows to watch as um, everyone's been kind of on this quarantine and locked in. So that's pretty impressive. I and I got some excited. disappointing news. There is some nudity. Oh, that's not that's not disappointing, is it? Yeah, well, and it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I know I'm going to be honest. Uh, my wife did watch the first episode last night, and she she's, li- she's lining up episode two tonight. So I think it's going to be her quarantine show to start watching. Tell her thank you for tuning in. Thanks oh, for- yeah, definitely. We need more of it. Um, well, you got plenty of views, so y'all are doing quite well for yourselves. Yeah, we only um, limited, put a limited showing out. We're going to have like a worldwide release in three weeks. Um, so that should be, get our numbers up. I think we're up to seven and a half million views so far, which has been successful. That is absolutely awesome, man. Uh, how, so how did you two meet? How did, uh, how did y'all come about? Tell them, honey. We met at a bar. Met at a bar. <laughs> That's the best ten relationship. Years, ten years ago. I always want to say 12 or 13, but Mike's like, you're wrong. It was 10 years ago. I separated from my second wife, and I went into this bar with a buddy I hadn't seen forever, and 
she was the bartender and the place was empty and she we connected. So the next day I went back and asked for her number. And, and the rest was no. history. Well, you initially told me <laughs> no. Yeah. And then uh, I ordered a Coors Light, told her if I finish it by the time she doesn't give me her number, I'll never ask again. So she put it in my phone. and So we why did you turn her down the day. first time? I don't know. Just because you just got to know Mike's personality and the way he comes <laughs> at you. It's really, really strong. So I thought I'd let him, you know, kind of sweat it out a little bit. And he came back, so, you know, I did something right. She was 14 <laughs> years my junior, so she was putting me in my place. Uh, she tried to play that hard-to-get game at first. It worked yeah, out, Brandon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I trapped him. <laughs> yeah, two, two babies at 49 years old, right? I love well, it. What are you guys doing with the world at a standstill right now? You know, you got the corona going around. What? what it, I mean, are y'all just hanging out with each other, drinking all day to keep yourself busy? much we got i have him on a diet i do have him on a diet yeah, so that's good he's lost well i say only six pounds and he's not supposed to be drinking but we are having a cocktail right now as we are talking to you that's fair can't to say. blame me oh yeah yeah it's it, been a, she's got me on a 21 day cleanse we're starting right a cleanse now. tomorrow the both of us with our buddy sweetness so. she told me for the last tw 10 years we've been together i always say hey we're out with people let me have a cocktail we're on the road let me have a cocktail we're on vacation let me have a cocktail she said my excuses are over <laughs> 21 days of sobriety and, and uh, vegetables, I guess. Vegetables and fruits. That's all we're eating for 21 days, Mike and I. Um, so you'll have to tune in to Thursday's podcast, see how those two days have started. <laughs> oh, my God. That's got to be so tough. I've, I did, a, what, last month I did a 20-day a no carbs, and I lost probably 15 pounds, but I had no energy at all. That's impressive, though. You did try Mike try, always tries doing no carbs or tries these little diets, but it lasts about 24 hours. I always tell her it's easier to make more money and look better to her than, than uh, give up the donuts. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So, so besides that, hanging out with each other, we're going for long walks. We're trying to do uh, workout routines, the two of us. And then, of course, the two babies keep us extremely busy. We're moving into a house. So yeah, that's great. Working on that. Yeah. Now's probably not the time to buy, but the rooks are doing it. So yeah. if all goes well and. So, uh, so where y'all moving at? Uh, you, you said y'all lived out in uh, Charlotte, right? Yeah, well, we actually had, last year we had four homes. And we've sold everything but our place downtown. And now we're going to get rid of it. And we're moving into one home, one mortgage. On the lake. On the lake. Oh, man. oh what's the lake called up there again? Where everybody lives at? Oh, yeah. That's it. Yep. Where are you calling from, sir? I'm uh, a little south of Raleigh, man. Uh, Sanford, mm -hmm. North Carolina. It's a little small town. Familiar with it. There's a lot of wood comes out of there. That's right. That is exactly right. But uh, let's dive into a little of the the racing stuff and uh, talk a little bit about that. I know um, you're part time right now in the the Gander Truck Series, Angela. Uh, uh, what is your your next race that y'all are going to try to uh, get back in the truck at when this uh, virus is gone? I'm actually full time in the Truck Series this year, Brandon. So okay, I'm running okay. a full season. Yeah. Well, I know you finished eight that day, Tony, and that was very impressive. Was, yeah, that was very impressive. A dream come true, I think, for anybody. Um, but especially myself and my uncle following his footsteps. Um, and, yeah, my first time there, that's very, you know, I'd say it's very impressive, like you just said, and I appreciate that. Um, but just, you know, trying to be competitive out there is uh, is key for me. And lots of laps and running, you know, for the same team and doing a full season is uh, is what I'm looking forward to this year. So I've never done it. So I'm super sorry. Yeah, I know, I know people think it's a lot easier than it is, but um, I do the little eye racing now. I'm sure y'all have heard about that. Yes, I have it. Are you good at it? 
I'm not. We're not going to go into that topic. No, that's a good idea. Good idea. I'm really. I literally like. I get on. My, it's been a fight in our house because I get on it to practice and I run laps and I run with a couple of, like buddies that I have that are like engineers and stuff and um I try to get on to go racing with all you know trucksters and it has been a nightmare to try and get logged into everything. So it's been a struggle. So you do have a sim rig. Oh yeah, I have well, a beautiful. Be wow. Why are y'all not uh you know doing these uh big iRacing events so you can be I'm on trying, top. That's the problem is like, I'm not like, I don't run enough races to do it. So I've emailed numerous, numerous people every single day and I've got zero response, which is, you know, that's not really cool to me. Um, There's other uh, truck guys are having the same problems. So a lot of other drivers have the same problem. So that. we're trying to, you know, run our own race to try and see if we can get in. But yeah, it's a, I don't, it's, it's an issue. It's a struggle. It's been a struggle since this whole coronavirus started and no one's been on it except for me. So, um, but lots wow. of drivers are having the same problem I am, so at least I'm not the only one out there. Yeah, that, that's unfortunate because I think a lot of people would definitely tune in if uh, if you guys got involved. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. Well, hopefully it works out. Well, we all hope that. Uh, but Thank you. Um, so what is the ultimate goal for y'all now in the truck series? I know, I mean, everybody is a, a bunch of naysayers on Twitter and social media. I mean, everybody knows about the, the mishap of spinning out on on the, the track that day and that happens to everybody and just i think you know how many drivers made that mistake like yeah, it's a mistake or you blew a tire like like i'm gonna just tell you brandon let's for who was it i i don't remember but, parker klingerman yes. yeah for him even like go out and like um make those kind of accusations with knowing what goes into this you know and the equipment that i'm in um you know, we push the cars all the way out from our pit stall, all, I mean, not our pit stall from actually from the hauler. And we had to have picked up something because we were second truck out after cut practice. Um, I know I didn't miss a shift. I know I didn't over rev it because my, you know, as we all know, these uh, engine guys that um, check the, Bill you know, Fillmore. Yeah. They always check all the motors as soon as you don't know, practice qualifying to make sure you didn't over rev, miss a shift, right. you know, cause they're the first to blame. You know, they, they you're the first that, you know, they blame you is what I'm trying to say. Um, so, you know, for them to come up to me and be like, Angela, it wasn't on you. You didn't over rev, didn't miss a shift. I'm telling you, this was not your fault. And I know it wasn't. Um, so for him, and like, make a, that's kind of a low blow. Cause he's, I've seen him make plenty of mistakes out there and, um, yeah, it just, it sucks that he said what he did, but in the end, you know, it is, it is what it is. And, um, I have a lot to prove. So I'm excited. Oh, yeah, well, that, you, you, you sound definitely uh, determined, but I do think, uh, people were very, uh, you know, way too harsh about that incident. I've seen some of the best racers in the world make mistakes like that, and, and nobody ever gives day. them shit. You see kids so. eat with them in uh, Daytona, you know what I mean? Hit the fence. Like, it, it happens to the best of us, and we, and we learn from it no matter, you know, whether the mistake was on us or, you know what I mean, the, the car itself um, or just a mishap. Um, but, you know, my husband, obviously, as you read his tweets, I'm sure, sticks <laughs> up for his wife, and that's what I love most about him is he definitely loves me. How about it, babe? Uh, you know, I tell Angela, I think it's my fault, Brandon. I made fun of these kids when they were in high school and shot class. <laughs> <laughs> I was the guy that bullied them, and I feel like you know they're taking it out on me now that I got a hot wife and a NASCAR driver. So they're so they're beating her up a little bit because they can't beat on me. So I thought I'd knock them around a little bit. Yeah, I thought uh, I thought it was pretty funny uh, your tweets. Um, Mike is a and, very colorful person. <laughs> if you haven't realized, oh yeah, I have. I've realized that, and and I don't see why. I don't think a lot of these guys that are on Twitter have a personality. I think they just. Think negative, talk negative, talk shit, and just down yeah. everybody. So. Exactly. 
when in the end it's like we're all there for a reason we should all like you know be on each other's side and, and you know does that, does that mean you you liked all my tweets brandon <laughs> oh go back and look man i hit the like button <laughs> All right, I, you know, I, need, I needed some uh, likes on that Kevin Harvick one. That was pretty. I, yeah, I got beat up on that one pretty good. <laughs> How long did you hear about that for? I'm sure that lasted oh, a month. Man. Oh, you know, well, we get you know, we got on that. What was the uh, Barstool Sports and mm-hmm. uh, sparred with the uh, president of Barstool Sports, Clint Boyer. Yeah, Clint Boyer, and uh, you know, there's there's a story there that nobody tells. You know, there uh, if you go back eight years. Uh, Harvick called Angela a stripper on national TV and it really shook her. So like uh, called Amber, Amber, my twin sister, twin sister. You know that. So I've always, I've always disliked the fellow. And then when he says stupid things, you know, it it seemed like the right opportunity to knock him down a little bit. I gotcha. (laughs) So you have a twin sister, Angela. Do. Yeah. We're the first twins in the truck series. Okay. I was, that's where I was going with this. I uh, I hear y'all both were racers. I don't, is she still racing? No, currently she she's not. She uh she runs and owns three uh, high end salons up at the lake. Okay. Um, you know it takes a lot of money to be where we are today. And Amber and I were kind of swapping back and forth, you know, swapping out weekends for the race. And at this point in my life, um, I think it's best that we both focus on that what we are most passionate about, and that's the salon for her and the racing for me. So, um, but maybe some opportunities will come down the road. Who knows? I would love for that. Right though. on. That's awesome. Well, okay. Yeah. So y'all have tons of money. Uh, you're doing very well for yourself. I don't know. I mean, the Corona took some of it, but. Uh, oh, yeah. They're t- it's taking mine, too. I'm ready for this little $1,200 stimulus. Yeah. Package. We, still have some, we still have some left, if that's what you're getting at. Yeah. So <laughs> where I'm going with this is, is it just your passion that keeps you coming back to the track and, and to prove all the naysayers wrong? Oh, 100%. I wouldn't be. I mean, look, you just you, you kind of already said it before is we have a ton of money. I could do anything in this world that I want. Right. Um, but in the end, I, I choose racing. You know, when I took a break, I, you know, I was, uh, you know, my husband has three grown kids. And at the time I was raising his kids and he needed the help and support. So I kind of backed down from the racing and, you know, gave uh, all, my, all I had to him and uh, work and uh, the kids at that time. And now that the kids are all grown and on their own and doing very well for themselves, it's now it's my time. And that's, you know, I, you'll see it in the show if you watch all eight episodes, I go to Mike and I. Uh, I want some time for me and I want to go back racing and I want to sell, you know, I own a bunch of investment properties myself. Uh, so I go and I sell all my rental properties, most of them, um, just to, you know, see if I can get somebody to believe in me and uh, do what I love to do. Um, obviously the eighth place finish definitely helped open the doors for things last year. Um, oh, yeah. so I'm very thankful for that. And, you know, we keep forging ahead, you know, sponsors keep, you know, kind of finding us, which is a blessing. And uh, I'm very thankful for that happening this year um, to run full season. So I'm living my dream right this minute. So I'm pretty thankful for that. That's very awesome to hear. Um, so, I mean, how is how did you start uh, with the race? And I know uh, you've got some family ties to the sport. And uh, is that uh, is that what got you uh, going when, you know, you were growing up? Yeah, absolutely. Right. It's, you know, my grandfather did it. My dad did it. And then obviously my uncle, Derek Cope. Um, but just, you know, watching on TV when I was a young girl, um, you know, Amber and I got a go-kart for Christmas, not even knowing what it was. And little did we know our passion and our love for the sport kind of, you know, started growing from that point on at the age of nine. And uh, we kept doing very, very well in go-karting. Then we moved up to a super late model at the age of 15 uh, before we had a driver's license and traveling all over the Northwest winning races and championships. And, um, you know, there's an opportunity for us to move out when we were 21, and that's what we did. And here I am today. That's that's awesome. My uh, wife just texted me 
the Rook Life Weekly Podcast with three hearts beside it. I think she's a uh, betrayal. Oh, tell her we need five stars if she doesn't mind. Give <laughs> oh, definitely. She might have a crush on the 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 one of the hosts. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> You're so weird, though. He's so weird, Brandon. I'm weird too, so we probably get along fine. Well, I don't, I don't want to keep you guys up. You know, I know y'all stay busy. I know we're quarantining, but I just wanted to, you know, to get everybody to, to get a better understanding for the rooks. You know, I think uh, with the last few months, people are, like I said, we're dispatching y'all and, and for some of the tweets that Mike have said. But, Angela, you seem awesome. You seem like you're going to pick up a sponsorship for sure that, that will last. And I hope you keep running full time and, and prove the naysayers wrong because I would definitely like to see that. It's going to happen. I can promise you that. We're not going away. No, no, no. <laughs> she, she's actually sponsored for the full season. We have a full deal coming out. Yeah, uh, we awesome. have not announced it yet, but it's coming. So, yeah, um, so we're, we're in good shape, and we, we appreciate all the, right. the follows and the views. And, the positive uh, and the negatives. Yeah, I think we'll uh, take, at least we'll we're still watching and listening. We'll take Harvick fans, Parker fans. We'll take them all. That's right. Well, that is awesome. Um, well, I really do appreciate you guys uh, coming on. I know it's not long, but we just wanted to – to uh, chit chat with you a little bit about the racing and the new podcast coming out, we're we're definitely getting a, a lot of people tweeting us about it uh, since we've said that y'all are coming on. That's awesome. Well, thank you uh, for supporting us and for having us on your show and your podcast. Thanks, man. Yes, ma'am. I hope y'all take care and uh, stay safe out there. You as well. Right stay safe. Him. Thanks, bud.